everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of Warrior Cast Cats. Um, we will be reading um, chapter four, four, part two. Um, let's get started. Uh, so last we left off, um, Bar- uh, Grey Paul was, um, uh, she was, um, he, sorry, I keep on thinking Grey Paul's a she, um, was, um, showing Firepaw paw around, and, um, last we left off, she said, um, uh, wait, hold on, let me see, she said, um, hello, small ear, <laughs> meow, Grey Paw, nodding respectfully, that's where we left, left off, okay, let's get started. This must be our new apprentice, Firepaw. New apprentice, Firepaw, isn't it? Meowed a second Tom. His patchy fur was dark brown and there was only a stump where his tail should have been. That's right, Firepaw replied, copying Graypaw's polite nod. I'm Halftail, purred the brown Tom. Welcome to the clan. Have you two eaten? Meowed small ear. Firepaw and Graypaw both shook their heads. Well, there's enough here. Dustpaw and Sandpaw are turning into fine hunters. Would you mind if these youngsters shared a mouse one eye? The pale gray queen who lay beside him shook her head. Firepaw noticed one of her eyes was clouded and and sightless. What about you, Dappletail? The other elder, elder, uh, a tortoiseshell she-cat with a gray muzzle, meowed it, and a voice cracked with age. Of course not. Thank you, mewed Graypaw eagerly. He stepped forward and took a large mouse from the pile of prey, then dropped it at Firepaw's feet. You still haven't tasted mouse, he asked. Nope. Firepaw admitted, admitted he suddenly felt excited by the warm smells that were rising from this piece of fresh kill. His whole body quivered at the thought of sharing his first real food as a, as a clan member. In that case, you can have the first bite. Just save me some. Graypaw dipped his head and stood back to give Firepaw room. Firepaw crouched down and took a large bite from the mouse. It was juicy and tender and sang with flavors of the forest. What do you think? asked Graypaw. Fantastic, mumbled Firepaw, his mouth still full. Move over then, meowed Graypaw, stepping forward and bending his his head to take a bite. As the two apprentices shared the mouse, they listened to the elders talk among themselves. How long before Blue Star appoints a new deputy? asked Small Ear. What did you say, small ear? mewed one eye. I think your hearing has become as poor as your eyesight, snapped small ear impatiently. I said, how long will it be before Blue Star appoints a new deputy? One eye ignored small ear's irritated reply and spoke instead to the torshell queen. Dappletail, do you remember the day many moons ago when Blue Star herself was an appointed deputy? Dappletail mute earnestly. Oh yes, it was 
not long after she lost her kids. She will not be happy to be appointing a new deputy, Smalley observed. Red Tail served her long and well, served her long and well, but she'll need to make up her mind quickly. According to the clan custom, custom, the choice has to be made before Moon High, after the death of the old deputy. Excuse me. At least this time, the choice is obvious, meowed Halftail. Firepaw raised his head and looked around the clearing. Who could Halftail mean? To Firepaw, all the warriors looked worthy of becoming deputy. Perhaps he meant Tigerclaw. After all, he had avenged Redtail's death. Tigerclaw was sitting not far off, his ears angled toward the others' conversation. As Firepaw stretched with his tongue to lick the last traces of mouse from his whiskers, Blue Star voice called from the high rock. Redtail's body still lay in the clearing below, pale gray in the fading light. A new deputy must be appointed, she mowed. Excuse me. But first, let us give thanks to Star, Star Clan for the life of Redtail. Tonight, he sits with the fellow warriors among the stars. Silence fell as all the cats looked up into the, into the sky, which was beginning to darken as evening crept, crept over the forest. And now I shall name ThunderClan's new deputy, Blue Star continued. I say these words before the body of Redtail, so that his spirit may hear and approve my choice. Firepaw looked at Tigerclaw. He couldn't help noticing the hunger in the big warrior's amber, amber's eyes, am, the big warrior's amber eyes, as he stared up at the high rock. Lionheart, Meow, Blue Star, will be the new deputy, deputy of Thunderclan. Firepaw was. Curious to see Tigerclaw's reaction, but the dark warrior's face revealed nothing as he moved to congratulate Lionheart with a nudge of hearty, so hearty that it was almost pu- it almost pushed the golden tabby off balance. Why didn't she make Tigerclaw deputy? Firepaw whispered to Graypaw. Probably because Lionheart had has been a warrior longer. So he he's a lot more experienced. Graypaw murmured back, still looking up at Blue Star. Blue Star spoke again. Redtail was also mentor to young Dustball, since there must be no delay in training our apprentice apprentices. I shall appoint Dustpaw's new mentor immediately. Darkstripe, you are ready to ready for your first apprentice. So you will continue Despaul's training. You had a fine mentor in Tigerclaw, and I. Ex- you had a fine mentor in Tigerclaw, and I expect you to pass on some of the excellent skills you were taught. The tabby warrior swelled with pride as he showed his apprentice acceptance with a solemn nod. He strode over to Despaul bent his head and rather awkwardly touched noses with his new apprentice. Despaul flicked his tail respectfully, but his eyes were still dull with grief for his lost mentor. Blue Star raised her voice. I shall keep a vigil with Red Tail's body tonight. 
before we bury him at sunrise. She jumped down from the high rock and walked over to lie beside Redtail's body once once more. Many of the other cats had joined her, Despaul and Small Ear among them. Should we sit with them too? Firepaw suggested. He had to admit the idea didn't appeal to him much. It had been a, a busy day and he was beginning to feel tired. All he wanted to do was find somewhere warm to dry. Some. Okay, sorry. Find somewhere warm and dry to. Warm and dry to curl up and sleep. Gray Paul shook his head. No, only the, those who were closest to Red Hill will share his final night. I'll, I'll show you where we sleep. The apprentice's den is over there. Firepaw followed Graypaw to a thick, thick bushes of ferns that lay beh- behind a mossy tree stump. All apprentices share their fresh kill by the stump, Graypaw told him. How many apprentices are there? Firepaw asked. Not as many as usual, just me, you, Ravenpaw, Dustpaw, and Sandpaw. As Graypaw and Firepaw settled themselves beside the tree stump, a young she-cat crawled out from beneath the ferns. Her coat was ginger like Firepaw's, but much paler, with barely visible stripes of darker fur. So here comes the new apprentice, she mowed, she mowed narrowing her eyes. Hello, Firepaw mewed. The young cat sniffed rudely. He smells like a kitty pet. Don't tell me I'm going to have to share my nest with that revolting stench. Firepaw felt rather taken aback. Since he, since he, his fight with Longtail, all the. Sorry guys. Sorry guys, that was my mom. Okay, uh, back to the show. Um, you'll have to excuse Sandpaw, apologize, Graypaw. I think she must have a fur ball stuck somewhere. She's not usually this bad-tempered. Pissed. Pissed. I don't know. Spat Sandpaw crossly. Hold on, youngsters. The deep voice of White Storm sounded, sounded behind, the sand, behind the apprentices. Sandpaw, as my apprentice, I expect you to be a little bit more welcoming to this newcomer. Hey guys, um, I'm going to take a real quick break. I'll be right back. Okay, back to the sh- show. Okay, I think, yeah. Next page. Sam Paul held up her head and looked defiant. I'm sorry, White Storm, she purred, not sounding sorry at all. I just didn't expect to be training with a kitty pet. That's all. I'm sure, sure you'll get used to it, Sam Paul. Sam Paul mewed White Storm calmly. Now it's getting late, and training starts early tomorrow. You three should get some sleep. He gave Sandpaw a stern look, and not, she nodded obediently. As he walked, as yeah, as he walked off, she spun around and vanished into a clump of ferns. Sniffing once more as she brushed past Graypaw, I mean Firepaw, with a flick of his tail, Graypaw invited Firepaw to follow him. 
and led the way after Sam Paul inside the sleeping area. The ground was lined with soft moss, and the pale moonlight turned everything in del- delicate shade of green. The air was frag- fa- fragrant with fern scent and warmer out- <laughs> and warmer than outside. Where do I sleep? Firepaw asked. Anywhere, so- just so long as it's not near me. Snarled Sam Paul, who prodded, who was prodding some some moss with her paw. Graypaw and Firepaw exchanged glances, but said nothing. Firepaw rigged together a pile of moss with his claws. When he had gathered his bed into a cozy cozy nest, he circled until it was comfortable and settled down. His whole body felt drowsy with contentment. This was his new home now. He was a member of ThunderCon. Chapter 5. Okay, guys, this is the end of the episode. Um, I might post tomorrow. I do not know. So, yeah. Bye.